This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Father God, we pray right now in the most precious name of Jesus. We're in times that we've never seen before. Help us as we prepare for the future. Help us, dear God, as we have our lives set to look to you, to guide us, to lead us, to protect us. You are the only hope we have. So, Father God, we have great expectations for mighty manifestations of your Holy Spirit in these closing days. We call it days, but actually years. Before again, you return. But again, we look forward to great expectations, to great exploits that each one of us will do for you if we are close to you. We commit it now to you and this program tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to welcome you, all of you that are uh, listening to the Warning Radio program, shortwave program, uh, social media. Welcome to all of you. Now, we are in critical times. I'm going to talk about headline news. Biden repeatedly implies he's not in charge of when, where he can take questions from the press. Now, this is important because, again, this, the election was stolen. How in the world did they give it to an incompetent man? Uh, a man that, again, seemingly has mental problems. And this was well-known, reported prior to the election. He did not seem to go and hold campaigns. Uh, Donald Trump had thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people attending, standing room only and right out the doors with thousands outside. Again, the election, I believe, was a stolen election. This COVID-19 was one of the mechanisms used to bring fear and intimidation into the uh, American public as well as to draw scrutiny away from this stolen election, but with fear and intimidation again to try to keep people under their thumb, under control. And that's what it is really all about, is control. Biden repeatedly implies he's not in charge. President Joe Biden has repeatedly implied that his handlers set the rules and determine when and where he's allowed to take questions from the press leading observers to ponder who is actually calling the shots behind the scenes. I'm going to continue with this article in just a minute, but I do want to draw attention to another headline news right on this article. 
It says, Obama's former education secretary gets slammed for liking anti-maskers to cabal suicide bombers. Are, are you paying attention? Just like I covered some time ago about John Brennan, President Obama's CIA communist director, how he has gone on different television networks saying that, again, you and I are terrorists. Fundamental Christians are terrorists. Those that voted for President Trump, that they must rehabilitate, that we have a mental problem, that 75 million need to be incarcerated in the FEMA camps, and 20 million will have to be executed because they're too hardcore. They won't be able to be rehabilitated. I mean, again, a CIA director, communist director. Again, he's just following the communistic philosophy. Arrest your opponents, try to rehabilitate, kill those that continue to resist. So Obama's former educational secretary gets slammed for likening anti-maskers to cabal suicide bombers. Anti-maskers, those that don't want to go along with this control, those that understand that COVID-19 is not nearly as deadly as they're trying to insinuate, that we really don't have a pandemic other than what's been created by the media, by the world elite, by people like Obama and Biden and others trying to control fundamental Christians so they can topple the Republic of the United States of America. So again, Biden has repeatedly implied his handlers set the rules, determine when and where he's allowed to take questions from the press. Why? Because he's mentally incompetent. He cannot just take questions and field them like a man that had his mental faculties together. He seems to be suffering some form of dementia. How severe is up to a medical report says the trend began with Biden's first formal White House press conference as president in January, following his remarks about his Made in America manufacturing initiative. A member of Biden's staff was heard calling on specific reporters to ask their questions to the president, something that was similarly done during the 2020 presidential election and the transition period. But Biden constantly tells people that he's not in the driver's seat when it comes to handling the press. He says he has to take questions mostly from pre-selected reporters. Wow. He says, I'm not supposed to take any questions. Biden declared Sunday during a visit to the National Response Coordination Center at FEMA headquarters as Hurricane Ida slammed Louisiana. I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. Biden said to a reporter before quickly changing his mind when he was asked about Afghanistan. He says, I'm not going to answer Afghanistan now, he said, before turning his back to the press and walking away. Biden mocked for again using prepared list of reporters after Geneva summit. Embarrassing. He says, Biden also raised eyebrows last week when he took questions from reporters for the first time since the cabal attack that left 11 Marines, one Army soldier, and a Navy corpsman dead. 
It says, while presidents have often relied on a preset list of reporters to call on at formal press conferences, his phrases that he was instructed to choose a certain journalist drew attention. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell from NBC, Biden said. Biden was mocked for saying the quiet part out loud. In June, when he admitted at the onslaught of the press conference in Geneva, he would be only calling on reporters from a prepared list. I'll take your questions as usual, folks. They gave me a list of people I'm going to call on. Biden told the press, following his anticipated meeting with the Russian President Putin. Observers wondered whether the they Biden referred to was his communications team. <clears throat> Says Biden joked when taking questions at a press conference in June following the G7 summit, claiming that his staff will be upset with him if he does not conduct the event as they wish. Early on, in the question and answer portion of the program, Biden was quick to inform reporters that he would operate strictly by the book. Quote, I'm sorry, I'm going to get in trouble with staff if I don't do this the right way, unquote. Biden said before calling on Bloomsburg, Jennifer Jacobs. Biden also said he would be in trouble <coughs> if he continued to take questions from reporters during a rare back and forth with the press in April. After speaking with new federal health guidelines for mask wearing for vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals, Biden answered a few shouted questions from gathered reporters at the White House. I'm sorry, he said, after listening to questions about his own mask wearing in a summit with the Russian President Putin. This is the last question I'll take, and I'm really going to be in trouble. I mean, this, this is just sad. How can the most powerful man supposedly in the world, be so mentally challenged, so incompetent. Biden's unusual word choice when it comes to answering questions doesn't only apply to the press. The White House confused onlookers in March when he suddenly cut the feed of a virtual event after Biden said he was happy to take questions from Democratic lawmakers. So when he said that, they cut him off anyway. He was accompanied by Speaker Nancy Pelosi, D. California, and the House Democratic at the House Democratic Caucus, Biden addressed lawmakers on the topics of COVID relief and the ongoing vaccine rollout. He closed his remarks by calling on Democrats to help restore faith in government. He then appeared ready to take questions. I'd be happy to take questions if that's what I'm supposed to do. Nance, unquote, Biden told the speaker, whatever you want me to do. The feed ended second later after a brief pause from the president. I mean, again, this is so sad. Like a little boy, he looks to Nancy Pelosi as uh, his mommy. And if you want me to continue, mommy, Nancy, I will. Instead, they cut him off and he walks off stage. If Biden is not in charge of when and if he can't take questions, a very simple action one must ask, in what other areas does he lack being in charge? I believe a congressional investigation needs to be launched forthwith to determine who really is running the country. Supposedly, Biden was elected. But who is they? Biden keeps referring to who apparently gave him and gives him permission to speak. Why is the press not asking him who this unelected puppet master 
is. You know, it's, it's so sad. They would be all over Donald Trump if he showed any capacity at all to have some health issues in his mind. They would be all over him calling for his impeachment, his resignation. But instead, they do nothing. They ignore all of his frailty, mental incompetence, mistakes. They cover it up like they covered up the fraud in the election, the presidential election. Another headline news, Idaho governor and lieutenant feud over vaccinations. It says, as coronavirus cases spike in the state, Governor Brad Little's office disclosed Tuesday he was mobilizing the National Guard again and adding hundreds of new medical personnel for state hospitals. And with hospitals strained due to vac unvaccinated patients, he called for more Aditonians to receive the safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine, according to a statement from his office. But Lieutenant Governor Janice McChicken, a fellow Republican who is running to unseat Little for the state's 2022 GOP nomination, called the governor's support for the vaccinations shameful. Idaho Lieutenant Governor defends imposing surprise mask mandate ban while governor traveled out of state. It was shameful for Brad to suggest today that Aditonians must make a specific medical choice in order to show love for their neighbors. Nancy tweeted, you can love your neighbor and still make medical decisions that are right for you. I trust you to make your own health choices. Again, what we're seeing are rhino Republicans and rhino Republican in name only and Republicans that stand up for the Constitution and Bill of Rights have a vast difference of opinion, including vaccinations. In July, St. Afanas Health System and St. Luke's Health System, two of the largest medical care providers in Idaho, announced a vaccine requirement ahead of the busy cold and flu season as a coronavirus variant spread in parts of the United States. After the decision, Nancy urged Idaho's hospitals and healthcare companies to drop their vaccine mandate so that we may have a chance to sit down together, discuss these issues associated with the mandate and the infringement on personal health care decisions in greater detail, she said. The issue at hand is a matter of individual liberty and freedom, Nancy said, according to the Idaho statesman. Those who have made personal medical choice not to take this vaccine deserve to have their decisions respected, unquote. Now, ladies and gentlemen, again, we have covered many, many times, I'm going to cover it again in the future, about how these vaccines are not true vaccines, how they're extremely dangerous, how there's a difference of reports going on. Some reports say the hospitals are filled with people that have taken the vaccinations. These are the people that are getting COVID. They've taken the vaccinations and now they're in the hospital, in ICU. And then other reports from liberal media is that the unvaccinated people are there. Again, we seem to have a total discrepancy a difference of opinion and reporting who is in the hospitals, just like who won the election, just like the dangers of the coronavirus. 
Just like how many people have really died from taking these vaccinations. Little 67 and Nancy 58 also feuded over masks earlier this year, with Nancy imposing a ban on mask mandates as Little traveled out of state. Says Nancy's order lifted requirements at several institutions, including public buildings and schools. The action did not apply to hospitals or other health care facilities. Little reversed the ban within 24 hours of its implementation. Says Nancy has been critical of Little's leadership throughout the pandemic, said the ban on mask mandates was absolutely not a bid to garner publicity for her recent announcement of the 2022 run. My action was to uphold my sworn oath to uphold and protect the rights of our citizens in Idaho as guaranteed to us in the United States Constitution or Idaho Constitution and the rule of law in Idaho. Nancy told Fox News when she was interviewed. As late as Tuesday, more than 48% of people in Idaho were fully vaccinated, state health officials reported. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, there is such a difference in reporting on who is filling the hospital beds. It says, Idaho hospitals are beyond constraint. Our healthcare system is designed to deal with everyday realities of life. Our healthcare system is not designed to withstand the prolonged strain caused by an unrestrained global pandemic. And it goes on and on. With nearly half the population vaccinated, a large percentage with antibodies, and some people falling into both categories, something definitely isn't adding up with a record amount of cases developing. What is adding up is that the vaccine is actually developing COVID. Four times more cases this year than last, when there was no vaccine. Goes on, I understand the China virus is still around and that global hysteria was caused by all the reported deaths. The deaths. I still believe the numbers were purported wrong. They were distorted by the left to get Trump out of office. And two, to deploy massive overreach by the left with their oppressive mandates. Trying to force people to take a now FDA-approved vaccine. Meanwhile, after four more than a half year, after more than a half year, they still can't find someone to take a role of FDA chief. Companies that make the vaccine can't be sued either. Seems like almost nobody wants to take responsibility for the vaccine and any possible legal repercussions. Says, whatever happened to my body, my choice, it's okay to use abortion as birth control. And everyone thinks that's okay and say her body's her choice. Then the government pays for scraping a baby out of a woman's womb and throwing it down a garbage disposal. But if someone does not want to take the vaccine, wow, they're not supposed to have a choice. We can murder babies in a mother's womb and applaud it. But we're criminal. We're demonized. They want to implement to arrest you. They want you to have a vaccination card in some areas now to go into a restaurant, even in an area in California to go to a grocery store. Now, you can murder, you can murder a child in your wound. You can kill it. But you don't have a choice whether you get vaccinated over a virus, if you want to call it that, that has over 99% survival without vaccination. And the flu is worse. 
I hope you're getting the point that this is not about COVID-19. This is about control, intimidation, fear. This is to take away your rights, your liberties, and in the future, your very life, if you keep resisting. A person said, as an Idaho resident, I couldn't agree more with our lieutenant governor, Nancy. It's not about my personal opinion on whether people should get vaccines or not. It's about the fact that it should be absolutely an individual's choice, period. Right or wrong, indifferent. Another headline news, Marine who criticized military leaders over Afghan exit said he was ordered to undergo mental health screening. Mental health screening. United States Marine officer who was relieved of his command for breaking rank calling out the brass over the chaotic and deadly evacuation of American troops from Afghanistan, in which 13 service members were killed, said Monday he was ordered to undergo a mental health screening. Wow. This is a lieutenant colonel. Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller was fired after posting a video on social media where he criticized the military leaders over the botched exit. The footage, the 17 year Marine, just three years shy of a full pension, said took leaders to task. I'm not saying we need to be in Afghanistan forever, but I am saying, did any of you throw your rank on the table and say, hey, it's a bad idea to evacuate Bagram Airfield, a strategic air base, before we evacuate any, everywhere and everyone? Scheller said last Thursday, did anyone do that? And when you think to do that, did anyone raise their hand and say, we completely messed this up? In an online post on Monday, Scheller said his commanding officer ordered him to go to a hospital for the mental health screening. He said he was evaluated by mental health specialists and then sent on my way. They found him perfectly normal, no mental health problems. He was just concerned about all of this going on in Afghanistan that leaves innocent people to be killed. Do you know Christians are being slaughtered? Churches are being slaughtered? Biden's botched exit of Afghanistan, leaving not only our allies, but even American citizens at risk of capture, torture, and death. From our president that doesn't have the mental capacity to be leading a nation, maybe not even to lead his own home. Now, we're talking about what's going on in the United States of America. In a minute, I'm going to talk about growing your faith. Why? Because what's going on in America is going to force you and I, if our faith doesn't grow, you're going to compromise. Not only on the vaccination, you're going to compromise on everything. You're going to compromise in your position of your relationship with Jesus Christ. Last week, I touched on an article that said over 60% of born-again Christians under the age of 40 Say, Jesus Christ is not the only way to God. Muhammad, Buddha are just as good. You're going to compromise. Jesus said, will I find faith when I return? We are seeing in the United States of America an attempted coup to topple the Republic of the United States of America, move us into a Marxist philosophy, ideology, being led by those people that are not loyal to the Constitution and Bill of Rights. In other words... They're against Christianity. They're against Judeo-Christian values, beliefs, morality. They back the United Nations and the European Union. That's why they back abortion, homosexuality, on and on. That's why they have no problems 
killing babies. No problem whatsoever. That's why really they had no problem pulling out of Afghanistan where our innocent allies, Christians, even our citizens now are at risk because life to them is cheap. It means nothing. Kill the babies. Lie to you and say they're worried about your health when all of the evidence show that if you take the vaccination, you're more dangerous. If you take the vaccination, doctors are saying you're at risk of stroke, blood clots, heart attack, and on and on and on that we could do a whole program on. Why am I covering this? Because the Bible warns us about millions and billions of people dying before Jesus returns. The book of Revelation talks about over 2 billion people dying. The world elite wants to depopulate the world. I've done on this program reporting how by 2025, the census in the United States is supposed to be 100 million. Where is the other 233 million people supposed to go in four years? What happens to them? Is it a nuclear attack? Is it a civil war? Is it a combination? Is part of it this COVID vaccination that in a few years is really going to cause death? I mean, that's what a lot of doctors are saying. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.